This is Jewish Board Talk with Sharice Zephard, only on 101.9 High FM. However, due to the COVID-19 lockdown, even this option was closed to them. Feeling helpless, I phoned Romy Peterson, and in 24 hours, she had ensured that they, as well as hundreds of other refugees and asylum seekers, had been cared for. Romy is a co-director of Africa Awake, an organization established to help refugees and asylum seekers in South Africa. Romy, welcome and thank you so much for joining me. Thanks so much, Cherise. Thanks for having me. Romy, we spoke, I think it was about two weeks back, about a group living in um, in town in Johannesburg. But that was like a drop in the ocean of the work that you do. And I wonder if we could just start off talking a little bit about um, Africa Awake. Sure. Well, um, Africa Awake was set up um, not by myself, but by three um, gentlemen, two of which are refugees themselves, um, Gabriel and Serge. One is a Rwandi refugee. The other is um, from the Congo, the DRC. And the third member, Charles Corza, who is half um, South African and half Mozambican, um, they'd also originally founded, were co-founders of the, of the ADF, but they, things weren't really moving and they decided to form Africa Awake. This was all, of course, born out of the 2008 xenophobia. As it happens at that same time after the 2008 xenophobia, I just personally can't bear injustice and found myself switching focus from the conservation work I'd been involved in, um, you know, and I just really just jumped in and tried to see what I could do to help, and the rest is history, I suppose, as they say. Um, I joined Africa Awake along with um, a childhood friend of mine who also is does this kind of work or is passionate about um, this this work, and we joined on as directors of Africa Awake in 2015, and we've been really active um, ever since, you know, especially when there are xenophobic outbreaks and thousands have been displaced. Um, but in between all of that, you know, we help people – um, refugees, asylum seekers uh, with funds to go and renew papers, rent, helping to get children into schools, uh, medical needs. We've got diabetic families that we help with, that are members diabetic, um, cerebral palsy, that kind of thing as well. So, yeah, but at the moment, of course, COVID has just taken over and we realized early on that, um, you know, there's a lot of poverty in South Africa and a lot of South Africans who are going to starve and suffer as well. But we just knew that the foreign community will be left out as usual. Um, there's just too much red tape and there'll be no one for them to access to to get help and to get food. And of course, a lot of them rely on street businesses as it is to make a living and to just feed themselves day to day. So it's really a huge humanitarian crisis unfolding. Do you speak about, you know, the the day-to-day existence for many of them, which during lockdown obviously isn't isn't even possible, and being the most one of the most vulnerable communities um, in South Africa, they are overlooked. What are you, together with Africa Awake, doing, and how can we, as fellow South Africans, help? Sharice, you know, it's, um, we are, we have been reaching out to other organizations and, um, thankfully, um, organizations like the Angel Network, every now and again, when they are able to, they help and support us and help us with funds. Um, but it's quite simple, really. You know, a lot of organizations and people trying to help take weeks and weeks setting up committees and talking about it and how they're going to do it. And really, it's quite simple. All you really need actually are funds. <laughs> Um, and once you have 
the money, we have a few different processes that we then use to get the assistance to the people that need it the most. Um, so we either send people e-wallets through F&B, um, which goes to their phone and they go and draw out the money and then they're able to go and buy food. Alternatively, we've just been using a new system, which is sending um, shopping vouchers to their phones, directly to their phones, and then they can go and um, use that, redeem that voucher at a ShopRite or a YouSave. Um, we did actually organize 232 food parcels. Um, however, and some people it is still better to do food parcels for, but it very much depends on the area and the situation surrounding. You know, it's difficult to hand out food parcels in the CBD and in the inner city where there's a high density of people and you're giving a few people a food parcel and there's thousands of others starving who can see the food. In other words, unless you have something for everybody, that becomes potentially a very tricky situation and obviously heartbreaking as well. We've also started a soup initiative with a friend of ours whose um, kitchen isn't being used because of the lockdown. They're in the restaurant, you know, supply restaurants. And uh, we've been making fresh batches of vegetable soup, 400 liters a day. Um, in fact, as we speak now, delivery is just going out. We've been delivering to... Um, for example, uh, a shelter slash orphanage in Kempton Park who helps mostly destitute and orphaned foreign children, um, but South Africans as well. Um, and also Auntie Cookie and Alex, who's been feeding 600 waste pickers. And we are also today delivering to a lady on the ground in the inner city who also just helps the most vulnerable blind people, the elderly. So we're doing small things where we can and linking up with others where we can. I've also joined onto an inner city working group, um, but they've got a slightly different model um, going. So really we're just trying to stay in our lane and just practically thinking of every angle we can to, to raise up more funds. Cause the truth is we've sent about over 600 people um, some vouchers or a food parcel or an e-wallet at this stage. Um, it's a very meager amount, 250 rand. We started with 300, but because the numbers just keep growing, we actually can't give up. So that's a tiny amount for someone to be expected to, you know, feed themselves for a week or two weeks or even three weeks. Um, but, you know, at least with that money, you can buy a 10 kg milli meal. You can buy some tin food, some samp, some cooking oil, sugar, you know, the real basics. Um, the truth is, on top of the 600 we've sent to, um, so far we've got a waiting list already built up of over 400 people, bearing in mind, but, um, you know, through Gabriel and Serge um, and our link with the ADF, we are in touch with all the foreign communities, the community leaders, so the Rwandis, the Burundis, the Congolese, the Malawians, the Mozambicans, the Zimbabweans, the Somalis, the Ethiopians. So through these foreign leaders, you know, they don't have really anywhere to turn to. So this is why we are getting such massive numbers of requests. And to be honest, we battling to keep up. So we are obviously always looking for support. And really at this stage, funds are what we need. Romy, we're going to take a break, but before we take that break, um, I, um, I spoke to Lynn Wellman from the Angel Network just before I spoke to you, and she's asked me to say, and I'm sure the exact same applies to you, but the Angel Network, and I'm sure Africa Awake is the same, doesn't take one cent of any money used. 100%. <laughs> no one takes a salary, pay for their own petrol and cell phones, okay? So no costs are being spent on the actual organizations. Romy, we're going to take a break, and when we come back, we're going to look at more ways we can help you. This is Jewish Board Talk with Cherie Zephard, only on 101.9 High FM. 
And I'm talking to Romy Peterson, who is a co-director of Africa Awake, an organization established to help refugees and asylum seekers in South Africa. Romy, earlier on you said something that I, that kind of resonated true with me, is that people are starving. And you don't have time to wait for all, you know, um, bureaucracy to take place. What for you can the Jewish community help? You know, absolutely, Sharice. It's, um, it's so true. You know, there's just people really are starving. I mean, this is honestly, I don't think anyone could have imagined the humanitarian crisis, um, as a result of this COVID-19 and the, the lockdown that's happened. Um, you know, for us, we don't discriminate, you know, even South Africans who don't have ID books, it's the same problem. And that's why we choose to help um, foreign nationals and South Africans, too, who, who just don't have access to any government feeding plan, um, any social grants, anything like that. So really, if if the community can can honestly just dig deep and just donate as much money really funds as they can that is the easiest way for us to then help i mean we sending batches of over a hundred food vouchers a day or e-wallets um so it's immediate you know the, it's not a huge amount of money but the people are then straight away able to go and buy some basic food i mean we could actually write a book to be honest we get most the thank you messages we get all day you know people crying just for that 250 rand how grateful the people are for that tiny little bit of help so another way people can help also is um you know then this i think is very important there's still a lot of homeless people on the streets um a lot of waste pickers and if everybody just kind of reached out and helped the people around them i think there would be a lot less suffering you know unfortunately just like with the refugees the homeless community are very much harassed by by the the system you know and the police um, every time I go out to do my own personal shopping, I know a lot of people aren't going out, which is great. We are on a lockdown. But for those who are going to do their personal shopping or going to the chemist, you know, just buy that extra bag of Movite porridge or a milli meal or whatever it is. You know, give that extra 10 rand or 50 rand or whatever it is to whoever you can see around you needs help. You know, that's another easy way people can help as well. I don't know if Glenn spoke about SA Harvest. I'm the team leader for my street. So, you know, they pick up bread every Friday and jams and um, food and they're also delivering all around to shelters and um, vulnerable peoples so there are a lot of way people can a lot of ways people can get involved um, specifically for Africa Awake really funds are what we need because people are scattered all over and the only way that we can really quickly get help to them um, skipping through all the bureaucracy and all the, the red tape and of course the logistics of packing and distributing food parcels is our tried and trusted method, which is using FMB e-wallet and sending people ShopRite food vouchers. Romy, the need is so great, but I just want to share that um, you, you spoke about people who said thank you, and I started this interview off by talking about that uh, colony in town, the Zimbabwean disabled colony, and um, I was privy to a message that was um, left to you by one of the members who, who was, again, crying declaring his love for you and for what you have done for that small community. And I think what we're hearing today show is that there's a real need out there. And if everybody can just be generous, there are many causes, there are many different ways you can support. If everybody can just support someone in some way, then we're going Absolutely. to have to... Anybody who would like to get hold of you, Romy? Um, if people would like to get hold of us... Um 
I think the easiest way is probably either through our Facebook page, which is, um, I don't know if you can perhaps put it on your website, Charisse, I can send you a link. Um, that's the easiest way or, um, obviously by, by calling me through my phone, um, I don't know if I should just say the number on air or <laughs> if you also can just put my contact details perhaps on your, on your, um, your website or your platform. Um, and we always available and always ready to receive. We always ready to help. We always, you know, open to any suggestions and, um, we're always here and available. Thank you very much. That was Rami Peterson from the um, organization Africa Awake. They, too, are looking for funds to help those most needed. Rami, I wish you a very sobering Shabbat Shalom, and thank you so much for taking the time to, to be on the show. I know how busy you are. So thank you very much for that. Thank you thank to all you of you so who joined me.